Hello, and welcome to the first and likely last episode of An Insane Person Talks Into a Microphone for an Odd Amount of Time and Then Disappeared Back Into the Void from Whence It Came. I'm your host, Disembodied Voice with an Attitude, and you're watching Disney Channel. So, this episode, we're going to mostly be talking about the general tone of the audio and the music put out by Porter Robinson with the album Nurture. So, let's begin! So, in the modern age where it seems that most popular music is about things like drugs and sex, it's important to highlight music, in my opinion, that finds a footing by speaking on more gentle and grounded topics. Um, and in Nurture, Porter Robinson has proven that he is an artist capable of doing so, um, and uh, has sort of reevaluated his entire sound in order to do so. In the seven-year build-up, almost, to Nurture, there were quite a few delays in Porter's creative process, um, as those who followed the album know. Um, Porter himself has been very vocal about it on Twitter, uh, and in general speaking on the struggles he has experienced, but... Um, it led people to uh, believe in this mythos known as the sophomore slump, uh, which is essentially the superstition uh, related to musicians that refers to uh, an instance in which the second, or sophomore, effort fails to live up to the high standards of the first. And it's this sort of fear that pushed Porter to reevaluate how he made music. Um, he, he stated that in the past, when he would create music, uh, he would have a sort of method of doing so, but if he tried to go back and do another song in the same style as Worlds, he would have the knowledge of how he did it in the first place, which would make it more caricature and less... novel. Which is an interesting conundrum. Alongside the build-up to Nurture was the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, and this pandemic impacted the album a lot. Um, and while the overall tone of the album is the same, or similar, um, Porter himself has talked about uh, on an episode of the Fader podcast, the, the first episode that they did, he was an interview, um, he was an interview. He was interviewed, um, and essentially said that 
in that year, nurture changed for the better. Originally, there were songs on it that changed. One being the song, I believe, Pass Along the Light, uh, or something along those lines. Um, which Porter himself has stated that he didn't quite like the inclusion of, because he doesn't have all the answers. And so it changed to be more something like, uh, Trying to Stay Alive, the, the, the final song of the album, where it answers the first song, uh, after Lifelike, um, is Get Your Wish. And he stated that trying to stay alive answers the questions posed in Get Your Wish. Get Your Wish answers, or asks, did you get everything you wanted while trying to stay alive says, no, but that's okay. awareness that really, in my opinion, makes Nurture into something special. Because I feel like most novel and, and timeless music and timeless art um, is made in a time where the artist thinks, I have nowhere else to go. And not, I need to do this. But, I want to do this. And there's a core difference there, because it's, it's why Nurture is the way it is. Porter has said that in the beginning he needed to prove to himself that he could make music again. And that kept falling flat. But towards the end, he was reigniting his creative process. He was looking at things in a different way, and going about making music in a way he hadn't before. Which is why Nurture is the way it is. off my soapbox and step onto another one. With COVID and the release of Nurture, I think many people found comfort in it. At least I did. I attended the first Secret Sky 
um, online concert. Um, and he was in the middle of the COVID-19 lockdown and I remember sitting there and very bizarrely having this amazing sense of community that I didn't experience previously. And it was at a very strange time. But then a year or half a year passed, I believe the uh, concert took place a little less than a year pre prior to the release of Nurture. And at the time of the release of Nurture, COVID was still a thing in a lot of people's minds. And having all of these songs, these singles that were being drip fed, and alongside these, the, the full release of the album, I believe a lot of hope was found. Um, and it's something that I feel like is not talked about a whole lot. But let's, I've talked about the overall feelings I get from the album, but I want to talk a little bit about the music itself. When somebody somewhere finds the warmth of summer in the songs you write, maybe it's a gift that I can recognize. Trying to feel alive. A lot of Porter's music has been known to be prone to change. He stated in the past that, or it's not even he stated, it's, it's, it's easy to see that he has changed his music time and time again. Originally, a lot of people know him from his release of Spitfire and um, his take on Easy. Editor's note. The song was created by both Porter Robinson and Matzo for Matzo's album Damage Control released in 2013. Which was very dance-oriented and fun. His first album came out and it was Worlds and it was this very different experience. Much more ethereal and and contemplative rather than dancing and having this tone of like fuck it.
changes again when nurture comes around. Nurture is much more grounded and about figuring out how to handle life around you rather than wishing for a far-off life like in Worlds. At least that's the tone that I get from it. in a lot of the music uh, itself. He poses questions to himself that sort of look against the tone set forth in Worlds. Worlds has a lot of sounds that are very nostalgic and, and, and things that put forth this sense of enemaya, which is the nostalgia or longingness for something you have never experienced. And in Nurture, Porter talks about how nostalgia is kind of the devil. There's lyrics where I believe in Unfold, where Porter puts forth the the, the statement um, of wanting to see someone again, but then it's echoed by, but you're so nostalgic. Which is essentially this look of it as we can try and dwell on the past. We can look back on the past, but nostalgia stagnates. It doesn't grow. You can't grow from looking back in the way that nostalgia wants you to. Of this purely longing for a thing you can't and won't have anymore. Whereas now you can, in worlds, or in, in nurture, move forward and address life and the problems it gives to you as you move forward. all I have to say. I promise I'll stop 
talking at you, person who cannot respond, and I will once again disappear into the ether that is the internet. Um, but yes, once again, I've been the disembodied voice standing on a soapbox, and you're watching Disney Channel.